Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. We can have what our faith possesses, and our faith activates things in the realm of the Spirit. But that is not the only evidence to the baptism of the Holy Spirit. You can have what you believe for. And Jesus said that you would receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. Can you believe it's Friday already? It's been such a good week. Today we conclude our week of special guest teaching as Reverend Patsy Caminetti closes out today's program with her message, The Holy Spirit, Power Sanctifier. In a little while, we'll be back with the last call to order this week's special offer. Now, let's join Reverend Caminetti as she concludes her message. And Jesus told his followers what the Holy Spirit's job description would be, what they could expect him to do. And later on then, in Acts the first chapter, if you'll just go ahead and look at that. Acts the first chapter. He's raised from the dead already. He's already... According to John, the 20th chapter, he's already breathed on them and they received the Holy Spirit. Their spirits were transformed and they were born again. And there was an indwelling of the Holy Spirit in his followers. But in Acts, the first chapter, and we see here, Acts, the first chapter. And I'd like you to look in verse 4. And being assembled together with them, he commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which, he said, you have heard from me. So there was a promise from his Father. And it was not he that he, himself that he was talking about. It was the Holy Spirit that he was talking about. He said, you've heard about this from me, for John truly baptized with water. But you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. And so Jesus set them up to be able to do what he had commissioned them at the end of Matthew and also at the end of Mark when he commissioned them to go into all the world and to preach the gospel to every creature. He commissioned them to go into all nations and teach all nations, baptizing in them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things. What he commanded them to do to lay hands on the sick and to cast out devils, to speak with new tongues and told them that whenever they would drink deadly things, it would not harm them. All of these things that he commissioned to them, boldly told them what to do. He said, don't you dare go into the world that I'm telling you to go into. And don't you go into the nations that I've told you to go into until you make a stop in Jerusalem and you stay there until you're endued with the power to accomplish the mission. The mission and the co-mission that God gave to us through Christ is absolutely impossible without the Holy Spirit. 
And so he said, before you do anything, you stay in Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. Go to the second chapter then of Acts. And it says, when the day of Pentecost, Pentecost was fully come. They were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as a fire and one sat upon each of them and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit, the Holy Spirit gave them utterance. And so this glorious experience of being filled with the Holy Spirit, we're not going to look at all the occasions through the book of Acts where different ones were filled with the Holy Spirit, also spoke with other tongues, different occasions when hands were laid on people and they were filled with the Holy Spirit and magnified God. We won't look at all of those, those references, but over and over people were filled with the Holy Spirit. And they did. They spoke with other tongues. They glorified God. They, that wonderful, wonderful sign. We have what we believe for. As our faith is, it will be done unto us. The baptism of the Holy Spirit, according to what Jesus said would be valuable to us, is it would give us power to be witnesses. It would empower us to do the Great Commission. They didn't know and Jesus never even told them it would come with tongues. He told them it would come with power. Say power. power. He told them to expect power to be witnesses. And when they were filled with the Holy Spirit, they were empowered. They were endued with power to be witnesses. And in the infilling and the overflowing of the Holy Spirit, they did speak with other tongues as the Holy Spirit gave them uh, uh, utterance. It became the first initial evidence of the infilling of the Holy Spirit, but it was not the only evidence of the infilling of the Holy Spirit. What was the other evidences of the Holy Spirit beyond praying in other tongues? I went through this Bible, my, my Bible that I've had from 1987. Pam Johnson gave me that Bible way back in 1987. At the bottom of my, of, of Acts, I've written what supernatural thing happened in each column. The, the book of Acts, except for when Paul, when, uh, when, uh, Stephen was preaching, you know, and that takes up quite a bit of time. That's most, most of that one whole chapter of seven. But uh, down at the bottom of my Bible, I looked there, some writing that I'd done years ago. There is a vision there. There's a word of knowledge. There's a word of wisdom. There's a resurrection. There's a, there's a, a translation. There is a, there is a, uh, there's an angel. There's a vision. There's, all, all these columns at the bottom of the page. Amazing to these people who were filled with the Spirit. And they were filled with the Spirit to be able to accomplish what God had told them to do. We can have what our faith possesses. And our faith activates things in the realm of the Spirit. If when we're filled with the Holy Spirit, 
what we are believing for is tongues. That is exactly what we'll get is tongues. And aren't you thankful for the baptism of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in other tongues? If you're filled with the Holy Spirit right now and you, you've been baptized with the Holy Spirit and you have a prayer language for about seven seconds right now, I'd like us just to appreciate God by praying in other tongues. Go ahead. Pray loud enough for you to hear yourself. Hallelujah. Pereketrosta. Garamandiege. Gejunamangolosonda. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. But that is not the only evidence to the baptism of the Holy Spirit. You can have what you believe for. And Jesus said that you would receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. So I want you to go in your Bible with me tonight. And we're going to just look at some things about being filled, staying filled with the Holy Spirit. I'd like you to go to John the seventh chapter. I reckon the Lord has had me in this chapter, in this, these, some verses of scripture in this chapter for, I don't know, some years now, a couple years. And I, I just, uh, I just keep circling this. And uh, because he, he brings me to this again. I'm fascinated and I just, oh, I've gotten so I picture him. When I read this chapter and I read these verses, I picture Jesus standing up in verse 37. And this was on a different feast day. So we've been talking about Pentecost. Now this is Feast of, of Tabernacles. And so he says this, on the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood. And so you can see him stand up in this great crowd because it was many, many people were there because it was a feast a great feast and it was a happy feast they just come out of one of atonement you know where there was a lot of repentance and it ran right up into this other feast where there was a whole lot of joy and this joy was primarily targeted towards his provision they remembered how that he brought them through the wilderness and he had provided water out of a rock and how he had provided bread out of heaven guys we have an amazing God and all, all this, this feast that they came, they came and they worshiped God quite lively and, and with a lot of, of, of singing and worship. And one of their songs was, the Lord is good and his mercy endures forever. Can we just say that together? The Lord is good and his mercy endures forever. And so uh, they, they were all there in Jerusalem at this particular feast. And it says, Jesus stood up and he cried out. Other, other translations say he shouted. He may have needed to shout so that he could be heard above the crowd. But the main thing that I see him doing is he did not want to make it a suggestion. He didn't want to make it just a part of the crowd noise so that a few people around him heard it. He boldly declared this word about himself. He cried out in a loud voice, If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. 
He who believes on me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. I like it best out of the King James. It says, out of his belly. I like that. Something good can come out of our belly. Out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. But this spoke he concerning the Spirit. The same Holy Spirit that he baptizes us in. He says, if you want to be filled with the Spirit, if you want to have something that nothing else can give you, you come to me and get it. This week's special offer is a uniquely expandable, microwavable lunchbox with a special compartment for transporting or reheating meals. It has the Kindle the Flame logo imprinted on it. With the Kindle the Flame Women's Conference so close, you'll want to order yours today and perhaps one for a friend. It makes for great storage for your meals while traveling to the conference or buy it to use for everyday meal planning. We're offering this well-crafted lunchbox for only $10 plus shipping, but there's a limited number available, so order now. Visit our website, rhema.org, to take a look at it. It comes in red, blue, or green. Make your selection online or call us now at 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. You may also write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. Kindle the Flame Women's Conference is coming up very quickly. You need to go ahead and register now to get the Early Bird Special. That is September the 24th through the 26th. My speakers are, of course, myself, as well as our daughter, Denise Burns, Patsy Caminetti, and Eric McCrutchen. So you can register online at rhema.org slash ktf. We hope you've enjoyed this week's special teaching. It's been really good. God's Word always sheds light in our hearts when we need answers for life. Next week, we'll be sharing Reverend Kenneth E. Hagen's series, How You Can Be Led by the Spirit of God. That's always good teaching. Join us then on Rama for Today Radio.